0: Yep, The dulcet tones of John Mayer Ringing, <laughs> ringing in my dreams
1: Speaking of uh, his, William Harvey, his bar
0: His body's a wonderland Not his Williams His body
1: is a wonderland <laughs> Speaking of uh, You're going to need to auto-tune
0: that Challenge <laughs> oh, <okay>. accepted <laughs> Welcome to Mage Talk Mage Talk is brought to you by Sanasi, the creators of MageStack, the Magento operating system. Sanasi is the leader in high-performance, secure, and scalable Magento hosting. Check them out online at Sanasi.com Magetalk. And by MageMail. MageMail brings your customers back with customer lifecycle email for Magento. Start your no-risk trial today at Magemail.co. And by Magetraining.us. Receive Magento training from experts in Magento. Get 40% off at Magetraining.us. Welcome to Mage Talk episode 18. This is the Magento Podcast with Philip and Kalen. And uh we are here, as we always are, uh, every single week, to bring you the best of uh, what's going on in the Magento community and news and and stuff we like. And uh and man, do we have things we like this week. Uh, how's it going, Kalen?
1: Pretty good. Pretty good.
0: I'm Lots geeking of... out at this thing that you just showed me right in the pre-show. Yes. Um, and, and could, I, I need you to explain this to the world because I can't get over this thing. Yes. I'm, I'm like <laughs> so in, impressed with it.
1: You just jaw, jaw on the floor over there. Yeah. So it's, um, mancrates.com. and, uh, they're not a
0: sponsor. They're not paying us to say this.
1: They're not paying us. Although, if they're, if you're listening out there and you want to pay us, you can pay
0: us. <laughs> we will um, sell. We will sell ourselves freely. <laughs>
1: um, so it, it's it's basically like a gifts for men type of thing. So they, um, I, I actually heard about them on a on a startup podcast, and I heard the founder talk about like the company and stuff and how they grew and everything. And um, so they sell like just. All sorts of cool stuff that like, cause you know, it's hard to give gifts to guys. Like you don't know what to get them and, right. or like as a guy giving a gift, like you don't know what to get and stuff. So they, they basically have all sorts of different like bundles. So there's like a beef jerky crate with like all sorts of like, and they have just like really high quality stuff. So they have like all sorts of like premium beef jerky. Yeah and then there's like the golfer's crate that has like a bunch of cool golf stuff or you know the NFL crate that has a bunch of NFL stuff or whatever
0: it's amazing and it
1: it so it comes in a wooden crate i actually didn't tell you this so i didn't know if you knew this it comes in a wooden crate with a crowbar literally a crowbar <laughs> and the only way you can open it is with a is with the crowbar that's you incredible you have to like put
0: some work into it <laughs> oh man so. I need this in my life. <laughs> yeah. I need this. Uh, I just now can't I'm get mad over it. that.
1: I told you about, about it be, in, before I before I got you one, <laughs> so that you could have been surprised.
0: Oh, I'll, I'll be surprised. You can get me one. I don't care. I'd okay. be. Su- I'm super into that. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, they don't run on Magento, though. I think is what we've already determined. So yeah, totally off it. topic. Yeah, uh, for this <laughs> podcast, but I couldn't get over it. Um. Wow, so so it's been actually a pretty uh, slow news week in the realm of Magento. I think uh, most people are are pretty occupied with Magento 2, Magento 2 Developer Beta. Actually, I don't think we ever really touched on that. The Magento 2 Developer Beta landed for definite uh, a few weeks ago. Um, it happened, I, I don't know, like second week of December. Oh, um, right. And they had the pod, or not the podcast, they had a live webinar. Did you no. watch that?
1: No, I skipped. I was, yeah, I skippity-skipped. And then I, it was on eight December 18th, so yeah, a couple of weeks ago. And um, then I I was all pumped about the fact that, like, they were accepting, like, full-on pull requests. Yeah. GitHub, and then everybody was like, oh, apparently you missed the webinar because that's when it was announced.
0: Yeah, it was, um, uh, that was the big news. So uh, Magento 2, they are accepting pull requests now. I, they were before, but... It, the actual commits were happening elsewhere and then being pushed up in a single commit or a big you know um what do they call that uh like a big release yeah they they do it there was a big release B- once a week big monolithic commit yeah, yeah. Uh, a squash commit it's like one big yeah. squash commit that was happening but now they've decided that they're going to do open dev so um they're, they're doing it that way which is really amazing which and is totally props, awesome props yeah. to Alan... Kent and uh, everybody else who was pushing for that internally. I yeah, think everybody and he mentioned
1: that um, the dude who was sort of really responsible for it was Max. Uh, I don't know his last name, but on Twitter he's Max UA. Oh yeah. Okay. That dude. Yeah. Yeah. He said that him and his, his team really pushed that
0: through. So awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm super stoked about that. Also uh, something else. That we didn't mention is uh, Magento's uh, product manager, or the the head honcho, head of product for Magento, um, Paul Boivere, is now on Twitter, and right. yeah, and uh, he's he's not doing Twitter right though because he hasn't said anything about what food he's eating. He hasn't taken any pictures of food yet. Um, mm, so <laughs> gotta do the foods. But he's hmm. at Product Paul on Twitter, and uh, he's he's uh, actually pretty engaged so far. Uh and he has hundreds of followers already. Uh, but I think uh, everybody should uh go and tweet at him, especially if you have stuff uh, feedback about Magento too or or ideas or questions. Uh he's he's really open to hearing back from the community. And I think this is like it's just a new era, you know. Everybody in Magento is on Twitter now. <laughs> right, right. It's pretty cool. <laughs> pretty much everybody anyway. It's really impressive.
1: It's just a cool Twitter handle too, product Paul. I like
0: that. I like that.
1: I like solid, that solid Twitter handle.
0: Um, also, in in kind of other strange news um, uh, regarding Magento and eBay. Uh, so uh, uh, this happened just a couple weeks ago, but Brent Peters, uh, who is the VP of Engineering um, at eBay, who was head of the the he was actually over the Magento team uh, in some way because I think he was over eBay Enterprise, but he was head of technology at uh, at eBay. There, he actually left eBay recently. Um, oh. Yeah. So he's now, I guess he went to a startup of some kind. Um, uh, anyway, he was, he was, he was the vice president of product development at eBay. Uh, but now he's, he, <laughs> now he's moved on. Um, nice. uh, and I, it's funny cause I think I read about that in, um, on a startup blog. I hadn't heard anything about it from the Magento community at all. And I'm guessing that most people don't most people just really hadn't cared. Um, right. uh, but anyway, insale he's he's gone to insidesales.com. Um uh and 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 Brent Peters wasn't actually at eBay very, very long. Um so he came actually from years and years at uh at IBM and uh like I don't know. I I, I can't find the actual data. I think it's like I don't know. I had the impression he was there for decades. Um, oh, at wow. IBM. Uh, <clears throat> like, How
1: long has um, Paul uh, been
0: around? Paul Boevere has been around a, a, quite a long time. Um, I could find out, but I, I, I remember meeting Paul. Um, oh man, at least three years ago, I believe. Oh, cool. Um, at some imagine event or something. Can't remember what it was, um, but I, I'm pretty sure Paul's been around quite a while. Uh, but Paul's always kind of been involved in the Magento side of things. He's he's really clued in, uh, but he's he's kind of the he's I think the way that the org chart works is he's the last guy. I mean, he's the guy at at almost at the top who matters the most before they start to be eBay people. Um, so okay. I think he's he's uh he I mean yeah, he's they're all good ones, but I think he's an especially good one. I like Paul a lot.
1: Cool. So he has to. He has to sort of hold the line when uh when when eBay wants to uh <laughs>
0: uh
1: merge Magento into eBay and, and uh change us to eBay SMB or something no, it's like that.
0: Ebay SMB. That's like a shout out to Guido. Um <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I I'm sure he is holding the line for things like that, but I don't I don't know that those are those rumors are have any weight or any truth to them at all. Yeah, That's what
1: we do is we like to start rumors.
0: (laughs) And we start a lot of them. We start a lot of rumors. um,
1: So, one thing that that I was meaning to mention was this thing, the Z-Ray toolbar. Yeah. So, um, this dude, Daniel Berman? Yeah. Daniel Berman has been, I think, hitting up a few people <laughs> and uh asking them about the z ray toolbar so z ray toolbar is is a toolbar that works within Zen server um which gives you some uh it's it's like a it's like a debugging toolbar for 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 Zen server and yeah <clears throat> so it gives you you know performance it's it's kind of similar to like the symphony toolbar, if you've seen that before on symphony apps, it gives you like, you know, memory information on memory, information on the request to be able to inspect the request and Mm. debug it and all sorts of stuff. And I believe they have some Magento. Yeah. And I think they have some Magento specific stuff. Yeah. It's it's, it's
0: really like strangely uh, Magento specific. Really interesting.
1: Yeah, and so they have yeah, so they have events. They have um, there's a demo up, which we'll link up dot com/magento. They have events uh, handles. It's it's really similar. There's a handful of uh, extensions that do this kind of thing. Um, uh, Alan Storm
0: has one. I think it's the most popular, called Commerce Bug. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I really like Commerce Bug. What I don't like about it is that here it's an extension that gets installed into my store and now i have to i mean magento extensions in in and of themselves are pretty much littered throughout the entire application and it's pretty hard to determine where extensions start and stop especially like with image files that you know aren't necessarily explicitly like i don't know skin files are are pretty tough to kind of track oh, down sometimes uh-huh. Yeah. So it's like, how do I know that I've completely uninstalled this or not? And it's not mm-hmm. necessarily the kind of, it's not the kind of, and I own Commerce Bug and I like it, so don't don't get me wrong. I think you should, I highly recommend it. And Alan makes um, part of his living by you guys buying things like Commerce Bug and I think you should buy it. Um, but I've I found it challenging to prevent things like Commerce Bug from going up into production environments like production builds. Mm. Um, and and being totally feeling totally secure that like everything has come out that was on mm. commerce you know all of commerce bug is not sitting in my production environment somewhere and mm. I, I don't think it should be, right? Um, or if it is, it shouldn't be enabled. But I I don't like stuff like that to to go up. So I really love the idea of something that's that that hooks like into a little the more actual decoupled. Yeah, well it's it's it, well it seems like it's pretty. It's a module that hooks into Zen Server, right? So. It, it, right, which is effectively a replacement for Apache, right? Right, right. So yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, exactly. But um, you get
0: interactive debug, like you get interactive debug stuff with it. Really interesting. I think it's a great tool, and they were showing it off like, like crazy um, at uh, at ZendCon. Um, it was kind of in the opening keynote. They were showing it off, and Magento was like front and center um, in all of their. In all of their uh, demos, it was kind of oh, interesting. Nice. Yeah,
1: since Magento requires a lot of debugging.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> um, but but like like so, but yeah,
1: but the the I guess the thing for me is that like I don't use Zen Server, and I yeah, I probably I'm I'm not planning on it. Yeah, um, I yeah. mean, not. I'm sure it's great. It's just that I don't like you know if if that if the server guys you know had that installed, then I'd be like great, you know, but. If they don't, like I'm not gonna like request that they use it, you know. Yeah. So that's the only that's the only tricky thing there. But if you're already on Zen server, then then you know it's probably probably be pretty interesting.
0: I think you'd probably be surprised um, at how popular Zen server actually oh, is. Oh yeah,
1: no, I'm sure yeah. I mean, I'm sure it has a huge footprint.
0: I mean, coming from the whole like I'm really far removed from it now, but coming from the whole Zen world, having having done Zen development prior to Magento. Yeah. Um. And I was working toward getting my my Zen certification. Like right. those are, it. I don't know. It. It. It's really widely adopted, and you know, there's there's a lot of really smart people that are yeah, creating really sure. interesting products at Zen for developers. And I don't know. I. I was equally surprised when I learned about how many custom forks, like how many enterprise level forks, are compatible, MySQL compatible, um uh database engines are out there like there are so many of them that tout to be like enterprise specific like they have built-in cluster abilities oh, like okay. crazy sharding abilities stuff that's built right. in like i was so surprised that stuff like that exists and i'd never heard of it it's uh, just it's amazing like right yeah
1: enterprise and the whole the whole realm of enterprise software there's all
0: sorts of there's so stuff. much
1: there's so much yeah. stuff it's like the ocean, where like there's like more stuff.
0: <laughs> different. There's no, no. Carry more. on. I want to hear what. Yeah, <laughs> I want to hear how you say it.
1: There's more variations of of life forms under the ocean than than outside the ocean. So there's like more variation. There's there's more probably types of software in enterprise software than in the rest of the world. Yeah. And you just don't know about them. Probably. That's a pretty good analogy. I like I it. it myself. It's pretty solid. So, um, but he, but it was funny because, you know, I mean, Daniel was like, like sort of, cause my thing and a couple people on Twitter were like, oh, I'm not on Zen service. I'm not going to use it. And I think he was like, oh, well, why would you do that? It like, doesn't make any sense because I think for somebody that is, is with Zen or somebody that's familiar with the Zen ecosystem and there are, it would be like a no brainer cause they're already on it. Or yeah. even if they weren't on it, it would be easy to set up. But I think for people that aren't on it, it's just like, oh, well, you know, I, I'm sure that's great for people that use it, but I'm not going to do, do all that and worry about all the like potential bugs and stuff just to, just to be able to get a debugging toolbar, right? Right. But
0: uh, before we go any further, because uh, I don't want it to get too far, um, because people stop listening when I, when I get all personal and, and, uh, and talky. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when it, when I really open up at, in the third quarter of the show when it's like our hour and forty five minute mark, I, I really get you know, just, Um As long I, as
1: you don't open up with it with it with a touching uh story about your grandfather. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Let's
0: let's make a joke out of that.
1: that no, no, no. <laughs> that, was, that was actually really that was that was a really good
0: story. Thanks, man. Uh so I don't want us to get too far without uh doing our contest. We have uh we have our contest that we need to make a, do a, another drawing for. Now, I I'm, I'm going to have to fess up. See, last <laughs> week I got a lot of crap because in the heat of the moment when <laughs> when I did the drawing, uh, in the middle of the <laughs> in the middle of the drawing, I I clicked the button a second time and I really should not have done that. However, um I had two spreadsheets open and in the heat of the moment I looked at the wrong one so when I drew the number 2 before um that number 2 was uh <laughs> was Kaylin. and so Kaylin, you won you're a yes. winner. Um and then our winner Bobby Shaw <laughs> on Twitter Tom Robert Shaw uh actually informed me that he already has a book that's uh that's signed by Vinay um that I think I don't know, Mage Titans. He got it signed or something like that. So here's what I'm gonna do to make up. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put this out there. Yell at me afterwards, Kalen, or tell me that this is a really bad idea. I don't care. <laughs> um, here's what I'm gonna do to make up for last You're week. You're making so, way too big a so deal. So the truth, yes, I am. I'm just the- giving
1: you. I was just giving you a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: hey, I'm sensitive. Okay. As
1: I'm, as I'm want to. Do. As you
0: are want to do. So here's what I'm gonna do to make up for last week. Uh, since uh, Tom Robertshaw already has the book, and I drew number two first. Okay, so I'm going to give it to our true number two. We're going to give last week's book away to our true number two, and that is uh, Matt McLennan. All right. Uh, Matt, Matt McLennan, McLennan from, from, from Michigan. Yeah. Uh I, I know Matt. Yeah, I, 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 I know him know too. That. He's really active on Twitter. He's a nice he's guy. He's a good dude. And uh, he recently went to go work full-time for Magento Agency. Um, he's a nice guy. So, Matt, get in touch with me. I'll ping you on Twitter. But – now, let's start our music for our new drawing. Okay. All right. Here it comes. So we're using, just to remind everybody, the we're using the random.org true random number generator.
1: Which uses atmospheric noise <laughs> to generate a random number. So, how so cool is that?
0: So you're supposed to say, how true is it? <laughs>
1: no, because now I know how no, true it is. No, now you know.
0: Now you know how true I it went, is.
1: I went. D- I read up on it, right? Because you can't create a random number. If you create a random number digitally, it's
0: only pseudo-random. Exactly. Right? Whatever. Yeah. Apparently. And so these... Act- this is great. These our actually... music is just going on and on behind us right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, these Literally. are truly random numbers, okay? So we've, right. we've our, loaded our all our of the subscribers it. into Excel. I'm going to click the button, and when I do, it'll reproduce a number... Uh, and 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 then we'll tell everybody what the winner is okay so that's how this thing works all right here i go i'm clicking the button now and the number is 32 32 32 32 32 32 oh goodness 32 is rick buzinski oh yeah Buzinski and Rick, Rick actually had a, an audio clip that he sent in last week. Um, that's right uh, for last week's episode. So that's super cool. So, nice. so Rick, uh, congratulations! You have won a Groking Magento Book One signed copy from Vinay Cop. And, uh, and we'll be getting that out to you soon, um, and uh, and we'll reach out to you on Twitter. So make sure you've got one week left. We've got one more book to give away, so make sure to get uh, go over to magetalk.com and sign up before we take away that uh, annoying pop-up for <laughs> for the rest of time that people got on my case about. And uh, and then you can uh, sign up for the email there. We're only going to send you mail every so often um, we promise we won't spam you. We're never going to s- share the list or send it out or any of that. Phil stuff.
1: promises he won't spam you.
0: Phil promises to uh, truly g- generate just be, random numbers and then. Let's just be clear about that. Kalen <laughs> does not make
1: said promise. <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm
0: just> <laughs> the mage mail guy doesn't make the promise. The, the email promise. guy, will the email guy you. will sell your list all. he spam you real good. Long. <laughs> uh, speaking of, uh, let's do some sponsors. MageTalk is brought to you in part by Sinassi Hosting. Sinassi is the creator of MageStack. They are a PCI DSS compliant leader in high performance, secure, and scalable Magento hosting. They run the world's only Magento platform as a service stack for small, medium, and enterprise businesses. And they start at about 180 pounds a month. You can find out more about them today at sanasihosting.com magetalk. And by MageMail. MageMail is the world's only SaaS-based triggered email app for Magento. You can be up and running in minutes, and there's a no-risk trial. Bring your customers back to your website with MageMail. Check them out today at MageMail.co. And by MageTraining.us. MageTraining offers you merchant training for Magento. They're offering a 40% off deal through the end of 2014 with vouchers that are good through all of 2015. Visit and purchase today at training.us.
1: And so, so I think, I can't remember where it started, but somebody mentioned an extension. Somebody else replied saying that they had stole their code. Other people <laughs> replied to said thread. And then at that point, um, you, you were, you said, you know, you know, you were like, look, we, you know, uh, we all take inspiration from other people's code. Yeah. Well, it, Actually, somebody before you said that said, oh, I think they took some inspiration from my code, right? Saying yeah, that yeah, kind yeah, of, yeah. Kind of tongue yeah. in cheek. Um. And then you said, look, we all take inspiration from each other's code. It's not a big deal, basically. And then I replied saying, these agency guys don't understand our pain. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then you got mad at me. No, Um, no,
0: that's not true. I didn't get mad at you. (laughs) But
1: so um, I I guess it's not that new of a topic. But it's not a new topic
0: at all. Yeah,
1: it's kind of beating a dead horse. What I kind of find
0: funny, just to cut you off because I'm so rude. What I find really funny about this whole situation is that the people being accused of stealing – are, like, sending me direct messages now. They're, like, flooding my inbox with (laughs) screenshots of the other person who accused them having Uh, stolen their code. And I'm like, doesn't everybody's code have, like, mage git model in it? Aren't we all stealing from Magento now? Like...
1: Right. It's just that's ridiculous. Funny.
0: Like, this whole thing well, is ridiculous.
1: Yeah. No, that's funny. And, 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 and see, the thing is, is, is that I, I'm not even necessarily saying that. Cause, like, the, the particular um, diff that, that I looked at that somebody linked to a diff between somebody else's code and theirs, kind of showing how they, <laughs> their code was copied. It was like, you know, it was like 12 lines of code. Yeah. And, and so I wasn't even necessarily agreeing that, like, that was, like, an egregious violation. And I don't even know if the guy who posted it was saying that that either. Um, so I'm not necessarily saying that that it's even, like, appropriate to, like, call the, these people out and complain about them publicly. Yeah. Um, But I do, like, I do think that you don't quite, like, agent, like agencies don't quite understand the, the pain of an extension vendor because it, and in the same way that an extension vendor doesn't understand the pain points that an agency has because they're in different like positions. Um, So that was my only point is that like, there's a, even like, even though you're totally right, that it's inevitable and it's normal and it's natural to a certain extent and where do you draw the line between what's okay, what's not okay? I don't know. Who knows?
0: Um, when you say what what's normal, what are you saying that I? What is normal?
1: Well, well, that it's normal to take inspiration from other people's code. Yeah. I mean, as I mean, you as yeah, like, you, you find
0: a you find a code. Yeah, that's yeah. how we work. This that's how like we. How work. we, we read this code, is how you do stuff. You take you stuff code, that exists and you rework it. You
1: take stuff that exists, you work it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so, 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 where is the line between what's okay and what's not okay? I don't know exactly, but there's a very real pain that you feel when you're making a living from this stuff yeah. and you're seeing other people take it. It's like, ouch. It like, it hurts. It like physically hurts. Oh, sure. See I, that, I, right?
0: yeah. So I can draw on my, my own life, personal experience. Right. So my, my parents owned, owned, uh, uh, bakeries, you know, my mom right. grew up in a bakery and, And, uh, and, and so my parents owned, you know, my mom was just this phenom, uh, pastry chef and she made amazing cakes and stuff like that, baked goods. And, and we, we created this concept store when I was in high school, we created this concept store where my, my mom, uh, found a way to kind of like make a, a bouquet, you know, kind of like you would see in edible arrangements these days with fruit you make a bouquet out of these cookies, you know, mm-hmm. and you know, every now and then people would, you know, come in and say, Oh, I've seen that before. Or, uh, we found out there's a much larger company that does, you know, this sort of thing. Um, but then like, there would be like people like corporate spies that would like people would come in and order <laughs> something and then like turn around take like six pictures of all of the stuff <laughs> and then run out like wow. really creepy stuff. And like, so I get like the very real pain when you say, "Hey, there's very real pain. Right. People are stealing from you or stealing your ideas." Like, yeah, I, man, that kind of hits close to home. I, I feel yeah. that. Like, I know and, what you're saying because, yeah. But, but and what I, I'm trying to say is that, like, I and I'm not. This isn't on you. Don't get me wrong. Okay, but don't be talking you're, about you. You're not an extension developer in the classic sense. Like, you're not developing stuff. I don't go to your website and give you my credit card number. And in exchange for a downloadable zip that I then unpack and put into my store, my my transaction with Mage Mail or Kalen Jordan is a much more personal and salesy type of a, – it's it's a much different extension well, and an approach than – and maybe yeah. you went that route because exactly. you were worried that people were taking stuff from you. I did,
1: yeah. And, and, and you're right in the sense that I've never – felt that pain directly of seeing my code being copied by another commercial extension. But, um, so, so in that sense, I can't really speak from firsthand experience, but I thought about it constantly. And I, and I, so, so I thought about it a lot and I, and I sort of worried about it a lot. And then I kind of, and, and even having a SaaS app, you're still vulnerable to that same thing in a, in a different way. Um, like Anytime you have a product, you're you're vulnerable. Like it's great to have a product, but then by the same token, you're sort of vulnerable to that being stolen. Whereas as an agency, you sort of fundamentally don't have that vulnerability, which is nice. Like it's a yeah. great position to be in. And a lot of times, what people say is they say, "Look, the solution is don't sell. The solution is sell your support. Yeah, make your support be what differentiates you. Oh, well, yeah, you but sell, yeah, yeah, they're... which." Basically comes back to selling a service, which is great because it protects you from certain problems, but it is kind of a different business. Um, So, yeah, you're you're right in that sense. And I I just I just think like we all need to have empathy for each other. Like we need to have empathy for, yeah, for agencies, because like, you know for you guys, you guys have other problems to solve and like for you guys to be worrying about all these vendors. I just, I feel like the,
0: the constant like dissing on people that work for agencies and the slave drivers and the slave masters who drive the, the slaves at the agency. Well, aren't we the people that like are more prone to buy your stuff than anybody else? Like we are actually the ones who know how to implement it and we sell it to clients every day. Like stop hating on people that, are selling your products for you like that, that. So the, the
1: slave driver stuff, are you touching on that? That. Yeah. Like it's, it's the whole thing,
0: right? Like it's something that's just getting under my skin is the, is, is how is the, the, what seems to be a pretty common misconception that, and, and it's a point that I've defended, but I'm, I'm kind of tired of defending it now because it seems like it's just upholding the stereotype of, people that work for agencies are overworked and underpaid and underappreciated and it's like a sweatshop. And what what I was trying to say, everything that I've done to defend, um, you know, our, uh, as an agency, at least our approach as an agency to to uh, asking people to put in extra time has always been in terms of not necessarily just upping the margin on a, on a bid or a fixed project. It, it's to get someone certified and get someone, get someone like to not have to, you know, necessarily invest, uh, every eight to five, you know, hour or nine to five hour in training, but to actually ask them to, to put some of their own personal effort into, into studying for an exam. And I don't think that that's unreasonable. Um, I've not defended that point so greatly, uh, before, but what I'm trying to say is, is, you know, some of the hate that's that I feel like is falling on, on agencies, uh uh is coming from people that I think need to watch some some of their words because, you know, it's some extension developers and we're the people that that sell your extensions. Like anyway.
1: We're in wherein Phil threatens to never sell MageMail to any of
0: that's not no that's not I true mean, at all.
1: Yeah, I mean it's you, you know, you're you're investing in um these other developers and it's like, it's not, it's not like super cool for people to be like accusing you of like, like driving a sweatshop. Like that's just
0: ridiculous. And I
1: like investing in people and, you know, you carry genuinely care about them and stuff like that. So I I, I think,
0: I think we should just say that like, you know what? Every business is different. And to, and to like, we would never uh, slap a, or classify And use blanket statements on, you know, on any other particular class of people. Uh, According to the United States of America, a company is a person. So, you know, my company's feelings are hurt. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) uh, But I I feel like, uh, you know, like every business is different. Some people have good experiences at some companies and bad at others. You know, personally, I've been really burned by startups. Like, Mm -hmm. really, really burned. Yeah. And yeah. and I, you know, I would very much shy away from <laughs> getting involved in another startup. Yeah. Um totally. and but that doesn't mean that I'm gonna walk around saying that every single startup is bad, you right. know, and that you, you know, uh every startup discriminates on people that are married and have families and every startup you know what I mean? Like I, I don't right. take my personal experience and life experience into and project that on every single type of business. So I think that I, I would think that that's naive. And so anyway, that's what I was coming. That's where I was coming from is like, you know, don't bite the hand that feeds kind of a deal. Like, you know, there's a lot of hate that's being directed at, Have people that run agencies or people that work at agencies as they're somehow less than, and we don't know the true plight. And I'm just like, dude, I, you kidding me? I, I've got all kinds of plight. I got, I got plight for days. You know what I mean?
1: (laughs) Yeah, 99 problems. (laughs) (laughs) But an
0: extension ain't one. That's for sure. Um, but I, I, you know, like, I, I want to clear the air. I want to hash this out. Like, I don't want you to think I was mad at you by any means. Like, I just feel like whenever something happens, like you and I have great rapport, we, we bang back and forth on Twitter, but people jump on and it piles on. And I get DMs and I get people Skyping me. And it's like, you know, and then mage, you know, the mage channels and IRC and whatever the heck else. And like, I just, at some point, it's such a distraction. I just want to shut it all off, you know? Like, I, right. It's right. crazy. Anyway. People, people taking it too far. Yeah, I, f- I feel like people people, uh, I don't know. I don't know if you ever go on Reddit, but people like to pile on. You know, it's. Like I think people like want want to be part of something, right? And I don't even know that they are really so committed to the cause they're fighting for. It's just the chance to be part of something. You know what I'm right.
1: saying? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> just, anyway, you just want to pop into a
0: conversation,
1: yeah, kind of like what I did
0: today. No, not not you. Shut shut your mouth, man.
1: (laughs) Well, there's an element of that. Like you see people talking about something, you're like, "Oh yeah," uh," and you make a funny remark. But then you know maybe that funny remark is like gonna kind of bug somebody. So you know, you know, you gotta sort of be aware of that. You know,
0: I just Um, you know nobody should be afraid to speak their mind. I don't think I that's I'm I hope nobody would ever take that away but uh you should always feel free to speak your mind but you know yeah, no, i'm not going to agree with everything everybody has to say and yeah. i i know nobody agrees with what i have to say <laughs> i know that for <laughs> i know that for certain now if i well, was if i was ever sketchy on whether everyone in the world liked me <laughs> starting a podcast is a really great way to to prove that <laughs> to out. clarify that, yeah, yeah, just make sure that we've we have cleared the air. Now I know exactly. Uh, I know exactly well, who likes me, who doesn't. Everybody yeah, loves I mean, you, Kalen.
1: No, not not so much. Not so much. Once I start to open my mouth, uh, that quickly <laughs> that trend quickly changes. Um, well, it's funny. It's, it's similar to like with Mage Hero when
0: I launched it. Oh, that's true. Oh my gosh,
1: I was getting a lot of feedback, and then it just got to be like. A lot is just like, okay, I just, I don't like, it's, it, it, it just gets to be, can be get to be overload at, at yeah. a certain point, yeah. um, which is kind of a, a, it's kind of a good problem to have in the sense that you're getting feedback. Like the alternative is that you don't get any feedback at all on what you're saying or what you're, what you're putting out there. Right. Um, so in that sense, it's a good problem to have in a way, but it still can be kind of a problem. Speaking of Mage Hero, you like that segue? Yeah, I did. You That's like that great.
0: Caitlin I, I riding planned. a segue. <laughs> I,
1: I, I plotted that one out. Speaking of Mage Hero, we uh, so we finally um, uh, launched kind of an update to it. So the homepage. So the idea of Mage Hero before. Go back and check out whatever that episode was. Where yep. We talked about it. Yep was the first idea was, look, we need a list of the Magento developers because people are always looking for Magento developers. So we just made a listing of developers. And then you could upvote other developers to say which developers you like or that are good or whatever. And nobody understood what does that mean if I'm upvoting somebody? What, What exactly does that
0: mean? It's hot or not. It's
1: hot or not, right? It's a okay. popularity contest. It's meaningless, whatever. <laughs> so And then so I started thinking more about it. And and after kind of the initial excitement of people going to check it out, like people weren't really sort of um, as coming back. And I'm like, well, maybe if we posted content there, then that would be kind of a more interesting thing to to do. Because instead of just sort of a pure popularity contest or whatever, you're posting. And then I got the idea of it's, it's kind of like, Oh, whoops. It's kind of like Dribbble, but for the Magento community. So on Dribbble, <laughs> you <laughs> people go and they post stuff that they're working on, right? Yeah. They're working on an image, they're working on some design. So they post an image. They get comments. I think they get outvotes. I don't know exactly how it works. But there's some there's some trust mechanism that builds up over time. I don't know if it's your follower count or whatever. And like the end result of that is you, you do end up with a sort of a curated list of designers or front end developers, whatever, whoever the sort of the audience is, that's on dribble. You end up with like a nice curated list of, of P pe- of people. And then there's a hiring system that can, can, you, know, you can hire people and find people that are available <laughs> for work and stuff like that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so that was the idea. So, but it all, but it, but it, that's sort of like the end result. Where, whereas, like the 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 main usage of it is just designers going on posting stuff they're working on and checking out stuff that other people are working on.
0: But see, the difference is like that's incredibly visual, and this is kind it's of not just so posts. Visual. It's just posts, but. But so maybe you could add some feature where, or I could pull, re- I could send you a pull request that you'll never accept. Wait for it. Um, there it is. That it is. <laughs> <laughs> <There> it is. <laughs> that, uh, that I can post some code. Like, can I, how can I do a like pre-formatted code section? Would that be, is that a possibility?
1: Yeah. Uh, you mean like posting code, like a code snippet within the. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That, that'd yeah. be baller.
1: Yeah, so it's like a little markdown editor when you post, and you can post code. Oh,
0: you can, and um, it formats it. Oh, it looks nice.
1: Uh, it, it, you know, probably we probably might want to add like a PHP plugin or something oh, okay. for like syntax highlighting. Okay, but, all right, but uh, yeah, nice. and I mean, you're right. It's it's kind of. It's kind of boring um because it's not like super visual. Yeah, I was I'm
0: sorry, I wasn't trying um, to get down on it. What I was trying to say is, oh wow, like Dribble was your inspiration. I didn't really I didn't see that uh I don't see the correlation.
1: Yeah, but now so, I, I mean, do. It, now
0: I now I see it. I see where you're yeah. going now and that makes a yeah. lot more sense. Yeah. What is this deal? So 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 okay, why are we talking about Mage Hero?
1: Oh, so the reason we're talking about Mage Hero is because we changed the homepage and then even more exciting than that. Tom Robertshaw yep. hooked up a sweet uh skin yeah. uh, for it. Uh, the so theme, it's responsive. The theme looks sick now. Now, yeah. If you remember what it looked like before, yep. it was like this totally like lame, like bare uh uh skin. It was like it made your eyes bleed if you looked at it. Tom Busted a really nice skin. It's responsive and it's pretty sweet. So I'm really excited nice. about it.
0: So I, there's an icon I haven't seen before on on the post posting thing, which is a, like a lightning bolt.
1: Yes, the lightning bolt is for new posts. So for posts that ha, that are less than like 13 hours old or something like that. And there used to be a tooltip on that icon, but uh, I think it dis- Yeah, we disabled that when he, when we went with the responsive theme, and we're going to figure out a way to, to since tooltips aren't like mobile friendly. Uh.
0: Um, oh. I yeah. am getting title text that said this was yeah. posted in the last like whatever. Oh okay. Yeah, there's Great. a regular nice. title.
1: There was there was a kind of a fancier tooltip widget, but that was a little little easier to find.
0: Yeah, define, but, yep, uh, yep, yep.
1: Yep. So yeah, so it shows like the most recent it so it shows posts that were posted in the last week and it shows them with like the most upvoted posts at the top. Anybody can vote. So there was there was these voting restrictions um with upvoting developers and stuff like that um, on the, in the previous version. So there, that's, that's gone. So anybody can go in and upvote, anybody can post. Um, so yeah, I, I'm kind of excited about it.
0: Awesome, man. Yeah. That's, that's baller. Um, cool. Mage hero. Go there. Check it out. I'm trying to think what else we could possibly talk about. Um, did we talk about the, uh, re ACL
1: reload extension? I feel like we might've talked. about. No, I saw this. How cool is this thing? Yes. Um, so this is by, um, and actually he posted this. I had this on the list to talk about like last time, but we, we, I don't think we we got to
0: to talk about it.
1: Yeah. So this is by Fabian Schmengler, um, who is out of uh, Germany, I believe. And, uh, the extension is called ACL reload. So it solves that, that problem where you install a new extension, you go to check it out and you hit the 404 because, uh, it, the ACLs haven't been loaded for it,
0: <laughs> yep. which
1: everybody's seen that everybody hates that. It's totally yeah. annoying. Yep. Um, w- one workaround, one like really kind of dumb workaround that I use is to just write off of an existing, uh, configuration page.
0: Yeah. I do that too. Yep. Right. Which yeah.
1: So that's that's a simple way to get around it. Um but yeah, so this just inserts a menu uh option uh which which you can uh click on, I guess, under permissions to reload ACLs. Yeah. And yeah, so you can just do that without having to log out and back in.
0: Nice. Uh that's awesome. We'll link that up in the show notes. Um I I was looking for was looking for a, a super awesome Plug in and I remember having one, but I can't find it right now. I need to start using the mage talk reminder hashtag that's secret. Right. And I it's just the only way to do it, you it's secret, but I, I, I <laughs> it's not secret anymore, right? Not so secret anymore, it's not so secret anymore. <laughs> it's the only way to get good reminders, it kind of is. Um, yeah, it's gone, I'll figure it out next week. Um Hey, do you ever use the Magento ECG PHP code sniffer stuff?
1: I looked at that um, once or twice, and um, I'm not using it right now, but I'd like to. I'd like to have some kind of a – the main, like, I ran into issues with those code sniffers because, like, Ninety percent of them were great, but then ten percent of them like were messing up my flow workflow for some reason or another. Okay, yeah, and uh, so that was kind of the issue. But, uh, but yeah, do you uh,
0: do you use them? So I do, uh, but the the thing that has been invaluable to me in the past month is is using the Magento ECG has a coding standard or their repo is called coding standard, and it's really just a Um, it's a coding standard uh, custom for PHP code sniffer. Mm -hmm. And so it finds all kinds of amazing stuff, uh, which is really helpful uh, when you're doing an audit for a potential client um, to find out like what might be going wrong on their site or to know what you're getting into. Mm -hmm. Um, And goodness gracious, it finds everything. Um, So it finds, I'll just rattle off some from something that I'm looking at. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, a model load is detected in a loop. That's 15 times in one file. <laughs> and this is, oh, um, nice. uh, uh, delete detected in a loop, save detected in a loop. Um, code after return statement cannot be executed. Uh, the file has mixed line endings. Uh, that's not so bad. Ooh, um, that's a good one. <laughs> I can't stand uh, that. Ending PHP, uh, is not required. Um, uh uh oh it finds a bunch of method parameters that are never used it does nice. uh it it finds when the cyclomatic complexity is above 10 um oh, so it, that's cool yeah so that's super help, helpful oh goodness this one is a cyclomatic complexity of 40 that's how many really lines bad. of
1: code uh, is, i i know it i mean i know but like roughly like how many lines of code are you going to be looking at for like a normal ish Method. for
0: for so for an upper bound of 10 I, I try to keep it to six or seven um, so lines of code I mean 20 probably okay okay so I, I mean when you think about so the things that incur a point for cyclomatic complexity I believe are uh, loops and and control right. flow right, right. so yeah. so when you when you count you always start with one because the function itself is one so like a class method would be one. Right. And then you, you count up from there. So if you have a couple if statements or nef- nested if statements, you have to basically count um, each statement. I, there's another one that I think is actually a better um, measure of complexity, which is in-path complexity, um, which actually counts the number of distinct paths that a particular route can take. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and that's really interesting, uh, but I find that it's more of an academic number to kind of, go by anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so
1: if you had a method with like 200 lines of code, but there was no control flow, would it be okay with that?
0: Um, probably. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I don't know how much you're actually doing in 200 lines with no control flow.
1: Right. It'd be, yeah, you'd have to be doing something unique, like maybe like PDF output or some, something ridiculous.
0: like if they're all method calls, like if you had a, I, I I guess this would be a fat controller, but if you had a controller action that, only called things sequentially, you yeah. know, like that would be fine. I, we used to do that way back in the day, yeah. um, uh, with something back in the cold f- cold fusion days. Cold um, fusion, taking. Do um, you remember it back. that? Do you did you ever do cold fusion?
1: No, I didn't. I didn't.
0: So we had this like PHP technique, the um, way. called fuse box. I think mm-hmm. is what it was called, and it was basically MVC, but nobody knew what to call it. Yeah. Um and it was really interesting but it was essentially like uh actually Laravel feels like this sometimes where like every time you want to register a new controller you have to go and modify a file to make it aware of it it's not like magic yeah. um so uh but it was kind of like that uh anyway really interesting uh take on on this PHP code sniffer and it does think it's so Magento specific like uh, it, it awesome. gives you warnings and errors you know that you're using the session super global and you shouldn't be it's um like it it's telling you that uh um the use of um let's see uh, uh where let's see what else oh mysqL four classes are obsolete like that's expressly magento you know yeah um yeah. possible slow s q l statement detected those kinds wow. of things yeah really that's pretty cool really cool um so I highly recommend, uh, even if you want to just kind of like, if you're going to look at maybe buying an extension uh, from somebody who's not insulting you on Twitter, um, then then <laughs> if you wanted to vet that extension to see what the code quality is like, uh, running that ECG profile against it would really help. Anyway, Magento ECG is their expert consulting group. And so I'm assuming that whenever you engage ECG, they probably run this sort of toolkit. And other stuff against right. your code base to see if the, like what exactly is going on, right? Yeah, right. yeah.
1: Oh, that's, that's super cool. I got to check that out.
0: It's really cool.
1: That's super nice.
0: So that's my that's my. I've probably mentioned it before, but that's my official recommendation for a plugin of the week. Cool. Um, one other thing I got to mention, which actually was also by
1: Rick uh, Buzinski, um, was this really he he posted up a, a cool uh, blog post which. He also posted to Mage Hero, by the way, um, which was on, um, it's called Thoughts on Magento Admin Workflows. And they were looking at ways, I guess, to basically help people get their admin tasks done more effectively um, in the back end. And he actually implemented voice activated tasks. In the end. I'm sorry. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> so wait, <laughs> no, no, no. See, I saw this blog post, and I thought he was trolling. Are you serious?
1: <laughs> yes. This dude. is
0: real. This is real. This so a
1: video. what? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what it that.
0: Means. What kind I of voice activated tasks could you possibly do? I gotta actually play
1: this 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 demo and see what see what's gonna happen here. I mean, I don't know. Clear cash or I don't know. I mean.
0: <laughs> okay, Google. Clear cash.
1: Sounds kind of nifty, though. You could do I okay, mean,
0: Magento. That'd be cool.
1: Right. <laughs> Maybe like if you're on a call with a customer or something like that, you know, could could come in handy. Yeah. There's a, yeah, this is cool. We'll link up to this. I'm just watching the the screencast <laughs> of the
0: demo right now. <laughs> this is fascinating radio. <laughs>
1: it's great great radio content um so yeah i want to mention that that seems pretty nifty
0: um that's awesome yeah yeah well you've done it again i'm 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 summoning some car talk closing here um uh you've done it again you've wasted another hour listening to mage talk <laughs> and uh we're we're happy that you did uh please check out our sponsors uh, they help keep us on the air we really like that check us out on magetalk.com uh and sign up for that book congratulations to our winners uh uh rick Bozinski and uh matt mcclennan and uh, and so that third drawing will happen next week uh on mage talk but uh All until right. then thank you for listening Thanks, guys.